twohomos.com. It's not a porn site. We just like the name. Last weekend, my parents celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary. Can you believe that? 50 years. Here's the thing. It's like, because we met at a dramatically younger age, but not as young as they were. I don't think we're make 50 years. We'll be dead by then, don't you think? I'm going to make you live 50 years with me so that, you know, you can see what it feels like. Oh, you know what? If I die, what you do is you just stuff me and you just make me sit there. And then every now and then you hit a button and then I say something foul. That's real pretty. But, you know, I get to tell you, my parents were really jazzed that we went to New York to see them just for their little party. We just went for the weekend and they were super excited that you could come with me. So I'm glad you did. It was really good. Well, if I didn't go with you guys, you wouldn't have the fucking presents for them. That's true. You did take care of a lot of this. And I have to tell you, I really appreciate that. For the their gift, we, we got them tickets or not tickets of. Uh, a we get them card. a gift card to the Four Seasons, and it was because, you know, every one of us, you know, I have two brothers, and every single one of us procrastinated. You know, we talked about this at Christmas. Oh, we should get something for Mom and Dad's 50th wedding anniversary. It's coming up in February. And every single one of us procrastinated until the week before. And then finally, Roxanne, I think, was the one who picked up the phone and was like, okay, people, let's get this together. I just wanted to go to the Four Seasons. You did? No. Oh. No, I didn't. Like, I want to go all the way to Beverly Hills. So I found on the online where it was at, blah, blah, blah. Drove it down there. I had the car, parked the car, and I walked in. And I felt like trailer trash times three. I didn't know how bad I was. I'm like, you know, I, I pulled up and you've got the bell guy, whoever the heck it is. Leave the car. I'm just going to run and get a gift card. He's like, okay. I go, which way do I go? And he tells, then I went to another person. He goes, I'll go this way. I go in this place. And it's very nice, but I can't fucking find the front desk. Mm. So I see a lady and she's there with her little tiny fluffy dog. So I'm waiting behind her and the dog is like trying to get to me and she's talking to whoever the heck it was. Is the dog wearing diamonds? No, but it was dressed up. And so the dog's going to me because he thought that I was the pet walker. Oh. Because, you know, I sure as hell don't belong there. And the dog's like, hey, look, I got to go pee. You know, I'm glad that you're here. You know, come on, Dyke, just take me out for a walk. Because I'm sure that's a lesbian job. I mean, there's no way. I mean, lesbians, we love dogs. We'd take your dogs out for walks. And then also I saw the front desk, bought the gift card, spent a bunch of money, and then I left there. But I mean, I felt like I felt like I totally didn't belong. And I, it's so darn expensive to stay there. The amount of money that I got, the lady was nice because she says, oh, this could make a lovely gift. I'm thinking they might be able to stay there two nights and that's it. Maybe if they're lucky and they do it in an off night and an off time, you know, and they have nights when nobody wants to be there. Yeah, I mean, it's just insane. It was really ridiculous. Oh. When, when you walked in, though, did you have, like, your dyke cargo shorts on or something like that? And some no, I think, I, I think because it was kind of cold, I think I had jeans and, like, a sweatshirt. Uh-huh. So I wasn't cargo shorts. But the other th- interesting thing, when I was there, this guy shows up. And what, one lady's doing, you know, she's helping me out. This other guy shows up, and he's with some other girl. The man looked like our father with his 20-year-old girlfriend that he's banging and she's like, you know, all dressed up and this sort of thing. And she, she they, one thing that was cool is that they had an English accent. So I kind of liked that, regardless that he's banging someone that's, you know, probably the age of his granddaughter. Oh, so that made it all okay. Well, because at least it sounds pretty. It's kind of like when the French go, fuck you, it sounds, you know, fuck you. And you're like, oh, thank you. Thank you very much. And you feel all pretty. So that's kind of thing. Americans were stupid. So I was, I was, I was entertained with that. Anyway, so I left Beverly Hills. They would have drove me out if, if I didn't leave on my own. Now, when you were walking through the hotel, was there someone like walking behind you with gloves on, like cleaning every footstep <laughs> that you took? <laughs> like, oh, this disgusting, filthy dyke. I'm going to clean the floors I'm now. I'm thinking that they probably fumigated the place when I left. Oh, my God. And they were probably talking. Like, oh, my God. Can you believe that trash that just walked in here? We're what gonna is have she to... getting? What is she? Oh, my God. I hope she's not planning on staying here. Yeah. We're going to have to reduce the room rates now. God damn it. Yeah. The uh, general manager wasn't pleased. 
So we ended up leaving, or we, I, ended up leaving, came back home, had everything set up. Um, we left a couple days after that, and we weren't, went on JetBlue. Mm-hmm. Took our red eye. Yeah. But what was interesting that, that Virginia noticed, and I didn't notice this, that they named the fucking planes. Yeah, they had some cute little name. I don't remember what it was. Joy Blue or Blue Song or something like that. It was like It's like these cute little things trying to make you feel better and safe about flying. Oh, you know, the plane has a name. How cute. He was like, I don't give a shit. You know, stop all this nonsense talking. I'm trying to go to sleep. There was a lot of talking on that. Oh, it wasn't as bad as last time I flew with you and we did a red eye and you decided to talk to the drunk man all night. But oh my goodness. Thank goodness. You know what? I dare you to tell him shut the fuck up. He'd open up some fucking Brooklyn on your ass. Fuck you. Yeah. You know, so there's no way. No one needed to encourage him. That's all I'm saying. But when we got there, the other thing that I'm always nervous about is when we go to New York. Because at one time I got fucked by a cab driver, figuratively, not literally. No, literally. No, not literally. No, not literally. I would have felt that. And I'm not into dudes. Yeah, you would no longer be a gold star lesbian. Oh, that would be so sad. Yeah. I love my gold star. Yeah. Anyway, so... I've always been worried about that because, you know, sometimes they do weird things. Oh, there's construction, this, that, the other. We land. I think maybe because you were so tired, you weren't really aware that he's screwing us over. Well, I think, you know, there there has been construction over the way we were going. So I kind of was not sure if he was bullshitting me or not. And, you know, and I know the way he said he wanted to go is mm, one of three ways you can get to my parents' house from the airport. And, you know, unfortunately, it is the most expensive one. And it is the longest one. So, yeah, we, we, we did get screwed a little bit. I bet there was no construction going on. I don't think there was. There has been some construction where they're building the new stadium, football, no, basketball stadium or something, but We would have been able to go by that faster than what we did, the way that we went around. I mean, it was just insane. It was, instead, because that one time I got it for 30 bucks from your parents, from the um, JFK to your parents' house was $30. This time it was like $50. 30's good. I mean, the the most you can usually make, it's about 35. So 30's really good. Oh, I was talking and that poor guy wanted to get me the fuck out of his cab. That's when I was talking to you and I told you, like, it was only 30 bucks. You're like, that's great. Yeah, that's good. You must have been flying over buildings. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he, you know, he was freaking out. He's like, he's got to get, I got to get that bitch out of the car. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But what was interesting is when we were there, your, your parents were very pleased to have us there. Yeah. We didn't have to shovel any snow. It wasn't like, you know, the blizzard. So I was grateful for that. But your brother tried to fucking kill me. Your younger brother tried to fucking kill me. Well, you have to remember, he walks everywhere and he's got long legs, so he can get around very quickly. How tall is he? Like, what, he's, six uh, He's almost six feet tall. Oh, yeah. I thought he was six. Oh, he was maybe six he is. Maybe he is a little over six. Okay. We'll just, we'll just say six, fuck it. And he, you know, we went to, the, for your parents, they had a dinner, or actually a lunch at a very nice restaurant. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was an Italian restaurant. It was a really nice place. And your brothers, we had them, they were supposed to come over to sign the card, which I had to, oh, we no. went Wait, and got them a card. Hold on a second. This bullshit started the day after we got there. So Friday, the day we actually got there was Friday. Friday... I had it all arranged where they were, because the party was supposed to be Saturday. So Friday, they were supposed to come over and sign the card. So Wait they, a second. We had to get the card when we were there. I would have had all that shit. We were running oh, around right. errands, and we had to go get a card because one oh. person didn't pick up a card. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You were going to get the gift card for the Four Seasons, and my brother, one of my brothers was going to go get the card. But he was busy at work, so it was no big deal. We were in the city. We picked up a card. No, no, there's no shame on that, and I have no issues with that. But, you know, it could have been one shot. Right. But so here's the and deal. And we were very so, good. We got that. So we had it all arranged. They were all going to just, you know, whoops, drop by my parents' house. And, and they did. And they all, both of them, you know, made arrangements. They came over. My older brother comes in. He goes right up the stairs. Because that's where the card is. And so we knew that. So my mother's like, oh, you know. No, no, you're forgetting something very important. 
they're supposed to sign it ahead of time. They, you know, the day before, they're supposed to sign it and they didn't sign it because I didn't I'm think talking about, about the day before. So I'm talking about Friday before the party. They dropped by and they're supposed to sign the card. So my brother goes upstairs and then my mother's like, you know, oh, where is he? Where did he go? You know, he's up there for a long time, 15 minutes or so. I think he's doing this. He comes down. I asked him, hey, did you sign the card? No. Oh, no, I couldn't think of anything. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Then my, my other brother, my younger brother comes over and he's like, you know, um, you know, I can't think of anything tonight. I'm going to think about it. And I'm like, okay, well, guys, tomorrow's the party. So, you know, let's, you know, we're going to have to do it at the restaurant. So next day, may I say one thing? Virginia did sign hers and maybe it was like, I don't know, 15 words, maybe 20 words. It's very simple, short, sweet. It looked good. She signed it. I signed my name next to hers and that was it. It was perfect. We were ready. Yeah. So the next day we get up, it's the day of the party. It's raining, which is good because it could have been snowing. So I feel good that it was raining. But now I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, because originally my brothers did wanted to give them the gift on Friday night. And not have to do it at the party because my parents were like, oh, no, don't give me a gift. Don't give me anything. So we were like, all right, well, we won't do it at the party and make it a big spectacle. So now I'm feeling like I need to bring the stuff to the party. So I rewrap the whole thing. Now I have to crunch it up into a backpack because we're going to walk to the restaurant. So I don't want them to see that I'm carrying this gift for them. And it's raining. So I don't want it, the whole bag to get wet. The bag is a beautiful presentation. From, Get to the from restaurant. the Four Seasons. It was like very snobby and it was like, we're trying to figure out how to do it because they did this weird shit. Yeah, it was gorgeous. It looked great. It was gorgeous. So anyway, so I get it there. So we're all there. You know, nobody nobody wants to sign it now because it's all big to do and it's all these people. So now, you know, we make plans during the dinner or the, yeah. The, the, the lunch. The, the lunch. We're going to go back to my parents' house and we're going to sign it there. So I'm like, okay. So, you know, they, we get it. the sister-in-law ready to go. Everybody knows the deal. And then at the last minute, my mother decides nobody's coming over to the house. Because except she, for us. Except for us. Because she knows, because we're staying there. Because she's, you know, there's too much going on and she doesn't have, you know, things, you know, pastries and stuff for everybody. So she, she, out, of, out of manners, she cares about, you know, she, if someone's coming over, they need to be fed, even though we just ate. But right. that was important to her. Right. So... So Roxanne and I leave first because, you know, we figure, okay, it's all set and it's planned. And so we go. So we don't realize that my mother is now back at the restaurant telling everybody one by one who's about to go to her house that, oh, no, you can't come over. You're not invited. Right. That you're not invited. So now my sister-in-law is like, she's like, but, uh. But uh, you don't understand, you know, and my mother's like, no, no, not now. So my mother actually gets back to the house. She's like, oh, I feel like I insulted her because I was so abrupt and she just stared at me. And I wanted to say like, no, you're fucking up all our plans to give you an anniversary gift. So sure enough, like, so now the day, that day comes and goes, that, that doesn't happen. So now the next day is the last day you and I have in New York. So we're like, oh my God. So now I'm making plans with my brothers on the phone. It's like, well, now you got to drop by again, you know, unexpectedly, sign the card. So they, sure enough, the next day they actually did show up, got them to sign the card, and we were finally able to give my parents but the But did gift. you notice, though, that like when they signed the cards, I mean, because your, your brother Chris did a stellar job. I mean, it was just so, it was so nice. And so the card folds into three parts. So he took like the entire page, which is totally fine, the entire page writing down the stuff. And it was very witty. And I saw like a different side of Chris that I've never seen before. And I just, I, he made me laugh with what he wrote. And then I, I you know, then Tim, your older brother came by and he's disappeared and he's writing stuff. And I had to show him where the, uh, the, the stuff was. So I'm going up these, these crazy stairs, go up there and he signs the stuff and I go back downstairs. And then he brings all the stuff downstairs and he put it in your backpack or my backpack that I was using. And so it got all crunched. So, so much the presentation was shot. And then now we have to give it to them. 
you know, it was it was really nice. And I and I think, you know, and what, what Tim wrote was very nice. But what I noticed is, like, both of them took, like, you know, literally a full page, you know, of writing. And, and not small print. I mean, you know, a, a decent-sized print. And we've got something the size of, like, if you tear a, do- a dollar into threes. I mean, a third, you know, of a dollar. Well, I was trying to be nice and, you know, leave them, them a little room. little room. And they took it, so it was good. But that was fun. But you know, we didn't have a lot of time to do a whole lot else in New York. But we did take a trip with uh, my younger brother. We went to uh, the Brooklyn Flea Market, which was pretty fun. But that's where we almost killed Roxanne. Well, with the flea market, what was interesting is cause it, what I heard was, we're going to go get something to eat. Oh, they said thinking, flea. They probably said, uh, let's go to the flea. And you heard, oh, yeah, eat. Good. No, he said, we're going to go eat food. Oh. And that's where we're going to go. The two brothers might have been talking about it. But you know, before we left the um, house, we're going to go get some food. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm hungry. It was the following day. It wasn't after the after the uh, the lunch. So this following day, so I'm ready to eat some food. So we start walking, and I don't know New York, and I just keep walking. You know, it's kind of like the Pied Piper, and I just follow. Like, here's the sound. I keep following it. I'm fine. Virginia, your brother's talking. And after a while, I'm like, I'm fucking tired. We've already covered two miles, two and a half miles. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm hungry. I thought we are going to eat something. And I'm like, well, where are we going? And then all of a sudden, Chris goes, oh, you see that building way over there? Now I can at least see the fucking building. So now I know where I'm going. But now I'm like getting really, really tired. So by the time we get there, you know, he now wants to look at the different stuff that they have, the tchotchkes, you know, maybe for the tourists, you and I. But we we packed all their stuff the first time ever on a carry-on bag. We've never done that. There's no room. If we wanted to buy a box of tampons, we'd have to insert each one of them and walk on the plane because there's no room in our bags at all. It was insane. I mean, to have a carry-on to last us that long of a time period is unheard of. Usually yeah. we got these things the size of a semi-truck as we're bringing onto the airplane. Yeah, we did good. Of course, we had to wear three pairs of pants and five shirts each. That's okay. That that builds character. But so, I mean, we couldn't buy anything. And then at this point, now my legs are starting to collapse. I'm like, I need to sit down. And we go to sit down. The place is packed. It's not like a restaurant. There's a fucking couple tables and you're supposed to find a seat there. And I'm not supposed to talk to strangers because Virginia, you know, harps on me for that and makes fun of me if I talk to the New Yorkers. But now I need to fucking sit down. And one guy heard me talk to your younger brother. And he goes, you could have my chair. It was very kind of him, but I didn't feel like I could take his seat. But there's a chair that was open. I'm like, no, it's okay, sir. So I sat down. And then, you know, some people started to leave. Virginia went to go get me some lunch, which was totally kind. Awesome. It was a lobster what? A lobster roll from the, like, Brooklyn Lobster Pound or something like that from Red Hook. It, it was, was really good. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, it, was good. it was to die for. And then Virginia went to go get me lunch. I didn't know what it was. And his, you know, these two people other people are leaving the table like oh to the younger brother chris you know sit here and some guy goes oh that's my seat this fucker wasn't around anywhere i mean he was full of shit and chris is like no it's okay and then this other table some people leave so we moved over there fine so chris trying to wondering what he's going to get you know virginia brings me my my lobster roll he decides he can go get a taco with virginia and all of a sudden there's this lady you know all the way because now you have to share the fucking table with people there's a lady she's whips out her breast and starts feeding her baby in public. Now, I know it's natural. I'm totally fine with that. But I'm sitting there. Now, I'm sitting forward, so I'm facing her. Where am I supposed to fucking look? So I'm trying to look in another area. I don't have a box. Or sorry, I don't have a book. I don't have a newspaper. I've got nothing to stare at except this lady's fucking tit. If I look to the left or the right, some other New Yorker's going to think, what the fuck are you looking at? If I look at her, I look like I'm a fucking pervert that's like diddling myself as she's breastfeeding her baby. And her boob was so big... That the baby's head disappeared. You couldn't find the baby. It was gone. I thought she was killing the baby. And if that wasn't bad enough, your brother comes back. I'm like, oh, good. I can face him because he still doesn't know what he wants. He wants to find out what Virginia's eating. So he sits down. He's already took a, taken a walk about. She stops doing it for a second. And then so I, I look to the, to, the, to the left. When I'm looking at him, she actually, she's still 
feeding her baby. I mean, it must have been fucking starving this baby. I look at your brother, and I'm like trying not to look at at her, but now I have her in the corner of my fucking eye. And I'm like really uncomfortable. And then he fucking leaves me there. And the lady stops breastfeeding her, everybody. So I'm like, okay, fine. I finally see the baby. The baby's breathing. It's not blue. It's a cute baby. Very a gorgeous little guy. And then all of a sudden, she's like, the baby's not crying, not doing one fucking thing. He's full. She decides to whip out her fucking titty again because I think she wants to show her tits and watch this lesbian get very uncomfortable. I had no idea. I'm like, I'm being traumatized with this lady's tit and it's affecting me in a negative way. So then she doesn't stop breastfeeding until Chris and you show up and then she stops feeding the baby and you you didn't get to see this fucking tit. You know what? I know. I You know, it, it kind of, I'm torn because I don't want to stare at a woman breastfeeding. I have no problem with her breastfeeding, but I don't want to stare at her tit. She didn't cover the tit. She, she had like a, sometimes they, like here in California, they'll put like a jacket or something or a little blanket over so there's some sort of modesty. This lady wants to show her fucking tit. You know what? She's got a breastfeed. She's got a breast full of milk. She's doing her thing, man. What she's she's going to do it proud and loud and out in the middle of the cafeteria. Chris said that part of Brooklyn, everybody's whipping out their tits and it's very normal. Because I was like, I'm like, what the fuck is up with this? He's like, oh, they all do it here. What part of Brooklyn does he live in? He lives in Fort Greene. So in Fort Greene, if you guys want to go to New York, you want to see women whipping out their breastfeeding their baby, go to Fort Greene. So I'm going to assume you had a good time while you were in New York. Very had, short trip. but had sounds... a very nice time. Wonderful company. It was nice to see your family. And then I also got to meet other parts of the Irish half of your family. So that was a thrill. Now you know. Yeah. I love it. Good. Can't wait to go back again. Hopefully warmer. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.